All right, here we go. Special treat for everybody and myself included. It's the Walker Tavern Wheels against the Canting Corn Shuckers. Second day of the Akron Cup here at Stand U at Holland Gardens. Uh, right here on a beautiful, partly cloudy day with the sun. Where's the sun hitting? The field. It's a wonderful thing. As we're getting ready for gameplay here, don't forget about the bell. Barrel roller, hit the bell. Listen, you got pitches. Deal with the bell. Here we go. Gameplay is going to start here as the Walker Tavern Wheels are going to lead off with Bones here on the top of the first. And we have uh, Teddy. Not Teddy. Muffin Man pitching for Canton Corn Chuggers. I got Teddy on my mind because of that flowing flock of wonderful hair that he displayed in the gingerly gentleman. As uh, We're underway. Bones hits it to left center field. We're going to see Feeney go back, try to collect it on a bounce. He's going to dive away from the field uh, and get it on the bounce. You will not see a better play than that. Everybody can go home now. It's over. Uh, that's a false statement. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> he definitely benefited from the ball bouncing off of the hill. Hey, Rudy, what are you doing here? Well, you know, I just lost, so now I have to be here. <laughs> that was a fun match. Oh, thank you. I'm dabbing my nose. I, I am perspiring quite a bit here, people. Uh, that's going to bring up Rampage for Walker. I thought you were going to have to uh, umpire. Mm. Did Mr. Wycuff help you out? Mr. Wycuff is filling in, and then um, I will probably be stepping in the umpire soon. Coco underneath for a nope. It's going to be a one bouncer to Copper in center field, and Rampage is going to be out. Eighteen sixty four, gotcha. Although if it was eighteen sixty seven, that place probably made anyway. <laughs> yeah, there was a. I mean, in the last game, there were a lot of line drives caught off of one bounce that you know were frustrating. But that's eighteen sixty four for you. Iron ore to the plate. Andrew Simpson with his left wrist taped like a coward. I hear it was a diaper-changing uh, injury. Really? That's a high fly ball to left field. Feeney's going to go back and wait for the bounce into his hand. No bounce. Caught it in the air with his hands like a man. <laughs> I love it. One, two, three. King Corn Truckers. Uh, Rudy, you just came off of a, a loss to the King Corn Truckers, but uh, if you take the last inning away, Hell of a baseball match. I know, you know, and it, it, it just speaks to the quality of their club. Like, you really have to be on your game for the entire game. You can't let anything go wrong. You make one mistake, they're going to take advantage of it. And they did a great job. It was it was a great game. But we were, uh, Adam Johnson and I, and if you're listening to this play-by-play, -play, go back and listen to the audio of the last match between Columbus and Canton. But Adam Johnson and I were talking about, you guys held Canton to five runs for the first five innings of that game uh, allowing you to stay in the game yeah yeah so you never felt like you were out of it until the end well yeah and then even at the end you know because i you know i believe in my club we can get hot anybody can get hot in vintage baseball and turn a an inning into a an extended inning with some couple a couple of well-placed hits mm. <laughs> you sure about that i mean you sure about that we were down by five runs to Flat Rock yesterday oh, and came back and right. tied it. I'm just messing with you. I know. Ace Twilliger leading off for Ken. They're much closer to the tent right now. I feel a little claustrophobic because they change between fields 
as to keep the batting area for the hitters better. It's right down the left field line. It's going to be off the third baseman's knee. It did hit in fair. By the time it got to the third baseman, it was foul territory. But it, once it hits in fair, 1864 baseball, that's base hit. Beautiful hit. It was a beautiful hit. I love how like it was a it was a fair foul, but like a, a hard shot down the middle of the third baseline. Don't you like that? Love it. As opposed to it going into the uh, opposing field, Adam Johnson just got a hold of one over on the second field. He's running to first, and he's out. And that's what gets you. <laughs> Mike Feeney takes another pitch. Man, I love watching Feeney hit, even with the high leg kick. I love that he can put the ball wherever he wants. Down the right field line, crushed. We're going to see people running for days on this. This is uh, Oh, they got the ball in so fast. That ball must have hit the tree. That's the only explanation for that. Ball hit the tree and bounced back. Marbles held to a single. Ace is staying his third. Neal ticket coming up for Canton. Damn, we're close to home plate. <laughs> Someone's going to run into this table, you realize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, trying to keep track of these pitches that are going to happen. I mean, I don't, I mean, you're an outside, you're not, your perspective is outside, but I feel like there's not a lot of like, Pitch taking, like there's a there's a now, few, there's a few, but people are putting the ball in play. They are. Uh, this hasn't been necessary today. Uh, as three pitches go by, everybody's swinging. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Ryan Jones has been dead dead pull all day, all day long. And then I was just gonna say, <laughs> I was just gonna say, it's time for him to go to left center. He went to left. That ball is gonna be caught on a bound. Recording the out, but Ace Twilliger is going to score. He ruined it because I was just going to say he's going to go to left center field now because he can. He has power that way. And uh, I look like a fool. No, you don't. You called that. Was, you did a fantastic I job. I was trying to call that. Here comes Copper. <laughs> I have to play this once every recording for Rudy Frias just to, put a, just to see the smile <laughs> on his face. All right, back to action. Uh, makes me so happy. What was that? It was bad. It, it had nothing. No fire, no energy, no nothing. You know I have a shoulder right here, you know? Hmm? Hmm? And it must pop, pop, pop. So tomorrow from 5 to 7, will you please act like you have more than a two-word vocabulary? It must be green, okay? Okay? Corbin. Corbin, my man. <laughs> Copper's still at the plate here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get caught up on how many pitches I've had. As we fill time. Fourth pitch into the center field. He's going to wait for a bounce. It's not going to bounce far enough to the center fielder. Uh, Feeney's going to score from second. You know, and, and Walker is dealing with what we dealt with in the first match. Canton can put a charge into the ball. They can burn you. They will hit the ball far. And so you play back, and then they're just dropping them in there. Line drive. And, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit that button. <laughs> Yeah, happens sometimes. <laughs> Who's up for Canton? Who? Two runs in. I'm not falling for this joke. One run, one out recorded, two runs in. Copper on first base. Who's up at the plate? Who? 
It's a good joke. It's a solid joke. It does. It 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 never gets old. <laughs> hey, um, speaking of who, has anybody got your wieners yet? To eat? No. Oh, okay. I have to take care of that. Ooh. Pop up to the tent. You son of a gun. I hate these guys. <laughs> this I love this field setup in the sense that Do you? Well, I get to watch. You sure about that? I get to watch. Oh, it's my favorite meme. I can't stop going with it. I love I love that I get to watch Alliance and Addison play each other, two of my favorite teams. Do you ever watch I think you should leave? And no. On Netflix? No. Do you have the Netflix? I do have the Netflix. Dude. Don't watch it with Michelle around, but I think you should leave short skits. Amazing. Oh, yeah? So uncomfortable. Oh, good. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, fly ball into right field. Right fielder starts back, comes in to catch it off oh, his hands. He's going to drop Copper it. He's going no to idea. He's gonna throw it a second to get the force. Oh. Copper had headed back to, and now they're going to tag. Yeah. Copper's oh. instincts took over. He saw the ball settle in the right fielder's hands. Assumed he caught it, turned around, head back to first, unaware that the right footer had dropped the ball. Remember, when you make an assumption, you make an ass out of you and umption. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Here comes Philip Hayes. I love the way he plays. I'm a poet, and I knew all about it from the beginning of that. Have you talked about Philip Hayes tearing out his pants? I'd like to leave that alone because oh. I could go in a direction. I thought Adam Johnson was going there earlier, and he didn't. Thank you, Adam. He had a uh, he has a tear from his uh, just below his knee all the way up to his groin, and he has figured out that he can wear black tights today. So <laughs> the tear is still there, folks. Oh, he's wearing he is wearing tights underneath. Yeah, if he wasn't, are those Mike Feeney's wrestling tights? No, Mike Feeney goes bikini tights. Yeah, that, yeah, doesn't he do the trunks? Yeah, or trunks, however you want to call it. <laughs> you know, the European trunks. Have we talked about how Coco was uh, named Coach of the Year in his first year? Nope. Grounder to third. <laughs> Two hops. <laughs> Force at second. Well played by Walker. They're going to come at you with some defense. Yeah. Who's going to record the third on at second? Therefore, Coco is going to lead off the next inning if they play by the rules. <laughs> And the and these clubs generally do. Once again, folks, this is your uh, <laughs> your public service announcement that uh, your club should get a scorebook and have a scorekeeper and an umpire. Yeah, true. And sixteen members. It always helps to have many members of your club umpire at least one match. Like Bandit Whitecuff is step stepping in for the Columbus Capitals here to arbiter this match because if it wasn't him. It would be me. Here comes Hawk, veteran of the Mightiest Striker competition, as he's as he has taken uh, place in the last two. Uh, an infectious smile on young Mister Hawk Reed. He says, "Stop saying my name wrong. Just call me Hawk. I can never remember if it's Hawk Ride or Hawk Reed." So he said, "Just call me Hawk," and then his eyes said, "Because you're screwing it up." Oh, so he's like Madonna. He just wants to be Hawk. You know, I bought my wife tickets to Madonna at Ford Field in August. I don't know why. She looks terrible. She still can sing, though. That's the problem. Isn't she? Didn't she? Wasn't she in a coma? Yeah, she canceled. She wasn't in a coma, so to speak. But there were issues. Pop up to the third baseman. 
And uh, is who playing third? Who? Yep. Caught in the air with his hands, two hands, much like a man would do. Who is on third? I'm not doing it with you. Oh, come on. One out. Not yet. For Walker, not yet. That's going to bring a bone shaker, former Canton Corn Shucker, current Walker Tavern wheels. There's a ball hit down the third baseline. Who's going to throw to first? They got him. Wow, what a great play by who? And Jeff Green at first to, to reel that in. He's a short man. No, I don't really care about Jeff Green. Who made an amazing play there? Jeff Green, a short man, uh, average height, I should say. He's not short. He's average height as opposed to some of these really tall guys you'd think would be playing first base for Canton. But Jeff Green's going to catch everything, so I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know about you, but I like my first baseman beefy. So that way that if there's going to be a play at first base, my first baseman's going to win. Look, but there's no beef on Canton. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, I agree with Beefy being at first base. I mean, that's where I play, except catcher. But uh, not a single Beefy player on Canton. As Jeff Green comes in with his average weight and his average height and catches the ball with two hands <laughs> like a man. You know, for years, for a few years, we'd you know say that Canton was the youngest team in vintage baseball. Now we're going to go uh, body fat percentage are they the youngest still i don't know they've mm, well i mean until somebody comes up with a team name we're that's all getting younger. older yeah i guess as we age they age but they're still younger than us so but yeah no they're doing uh they're they're doing their thing here comes coco as a reminder of his fails in his last at bat he gets a lead off the next inning to remind him yeah that he failed i don't like having this uh trophy in front of me with a picture of Canton and their paper championship from previous years. That's a picture? This is this is a picture. Let me see this. Is that the year that they pr were pretend champions? Yeah. That was the year that they Sons did. of bitches. Yeah. yeah. The hell's this picture doing on my desk? Yeah, they did that on purpose. I don't recognize this championship. <laughs> Coco Hayes to left field. Fly ball. It's going to be caught on a bounce by Mr. Hawk Reed or Right, by Hawk. Hawk. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That was not a legit championship. You didn't really, you didn't play the, you know, for the championship. Sure thing. Uh, Jeff Green, first baseman today for Canton, coming up to the plate. Yeah, they're changing it up. He was uh, third base last game, so they mess around. They change the lineup a lot. Uh, the lineup they put out in your game, I got to tell you, is a lineup they don't. They must. I did not have a discussion, but that can't be a lineup they go out with very often. No, they said that they were trying it out for us, and they did not like it. And they'll never do it again. Yeah, that's what they said. It was a bad lineup. Uh, sure thing. Pop up down the first baseline. That's going to be into the children. But uh, are you offended by somebody else hitting it into a group of children, Rudy? Yeah, a little bit. I wish for this tournament that I was left-handed so I could just fair foul into the crowd <laughs> yes, of people. I understand. You could. I mean, you could try it. Did you see Mike Feeney's shenanigans with the fair foul? So I was. About, I sure did. I was about to break out the left-handed opposite fair foul in that at bat, but. You could have in a game that wasn't close. Oh, did you bat in that last inning? There's a pound into the ground, pass the pitcher to the third baseman. They're just going to have to eat it. I did, and I tried to put it out into right center field and hit it right to Copper. He didn't even have to move. It was a sandlot situation. Well, Jeff Green on first base. Here comes the Muffin Man. He's the <laughs> Muffin Man, and you know I am. Or I know you can. I know the Muffin Man. Do you? 
Damn it. There's that there's that face. Look at that that guy's got that. He's got such a kind face. Nope. <laughs> nope. Serial killer. Right there. He just talked. What the hell? He smiled. I got him to smile. Is that a smile or is that planning? No. <laughs> I I complimented him and then he smiled at me. He did not smile at you. He doesn't even know you're here. He Muffin Man pops up between catcher and third. Andrew oh, Simpson. I mean, no. How much longer do you think he's going to be pulling that stuff? Pretending like he had a shot at it? Yeah. The rest of his career, because he used to have a shot at it. And now he's like, look at me, all on effort. Three years ago, you'd have had it, Andrew. <laughs> it's not good when he agrees with you. <laughs> Pitch coming in. Ding. He's by far the largest catcher that I've seen. What's your definition of largest? Because I've caught. Uh, <laughs> who can catch? Maybe the strongest. No, he's he's definitely the biggest. Oh, lots of pitches happening here. Oh, that, <laughs> he did not hit it. <laughs> Muffin Man is being very particular in his pitches. I don't today. know. Bad pitches. No, I think he's being particular. Maybe. Yeah. That pitch was a bad pitch, though. Uh-huh. Now, don't know what the problem was with that one. <laughs> the problem with Muffin Man is he's waiting for his, but there's never a his. Oh. There's a f oh. <laughs> line drive into left field is going to be a base hit. One of those rare occasions when it was worth <laughs> the wait. He took 27 pitches, and it paid off. Subjective. He's standing on first. First and second. It wasn't worth the wait to me. Well. Here comes Teddy. That dude's going to fair foul. Look at him. No, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's screwing with them. He's not going to fair foul. He's I've, screwing I'm, with I'm them. I'm intrigued to see, like, it looks like he's planting. No, you're fine, Mike. Don't worry about us. He's planting his front foot on the line, which means that he can't step. But whatever. Well, that pitch came in, and he didn't change his footwork at all. He was screwing with the defense, which is a brilliant play. I did it all the time. It never helped me. <laughs> I was about to say it didn't work much. For <laughs> but many times when I would play the Columbus Capitals, I would pretend I was going to hit a fair foul, even though I've never attempted an actual fair foul. Certainly never would be successful at a fair foul, but it would move the the defense. Pop up to the second baseman. Uh, they call each other off. There's a uh, there's bad things happening here, and as usual, wow. it turns out for Canton. Throwing the ball the around. There's a play at the plate. He's going to be safe. I mean, and that just speaks to look. Sure thing scores. Muffin Man gets on second. Had no business running to second. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> Better lucky than good. Teddy is the second out of the inning. That's going to bring up the top of the lineup. It's Ace to Williger. You know what that speaks to? That speaks to having you should have caught the ball in the air. Catch yes. the ball in the air. Got to catch the ball in the air. I, I like a man. I paid for it with Copper. He was at third base and there was a pop up. You got to catch it in the air. Catch folks. the damn ball. There's nothing wrong with catching the ball. Well, I think people, you know, feel like the bound is safer, but. You're well, allowed. we did notice in that match uh, a lot of people were catching it in the air. 
mm-hmm. for the first until you guys made that comeback. Joe down in the right field. Right fielder is going to wait for the bounce. Bounces right to him. That's going to record the out. Third out. Canton's going to bring across one, making it three to nothing, going to the top of the third for Walker. We were noticing uh, a lot of people were catching it in the air until that game got tied. Yeah. When the game got tied, people were waiting for that bounce because it's the safe play. Mm-hmm. It wasn't It wasn't dependent on the situation. It was just get this out. Yep. Yep, that's exactly what happened. And uh, I think that people were getting tight. And then when Canton put up a big number to take the lead in the last inning, everyone started going back to catching it in the air because it didn't matter anymore. Yeah. Well, it also didn't help that you hit the ball right to them. They're going to catch it in the air. So, Well, it's going to lead off here for Walker. Uh, top of the third. Three to nothing in favor of Canton. And there's a fly ball in the right field. We have Joe Twilliger coming in and catching it in the air with his hands like a man. Do you think uh, Jim is going to hit it to Joe? No. Uh, I would say no for one. It just happened. And look at left center field. You think Jim Twilliger does not see left center field? Oh, he's looking right at it. That's where Jim Twilliger is going with this. Not to mention, look how far back Coco's playing at second. You can put it right up the middle there. You could go up the middle too. But you got to be careful. I went, I went up the middle in the last game, and I almost took Muffin's head off. I felt terrible. Think of all the young women that could have survived if you just would have taken them off. <laughs> Muffin's doing a, a good job of pitching. There's a hit down the third baseline. Uh, the throw over to first is not oh is not going to be in time. Jim Twilliger, because of the play, he's going to get caught at second base. Jim Twilliger, knowing it was going to be a close play at first, knew he was going to be out if he slowed down. Mm-hmm. So he stayed at full speed, but that meant he had to round the base and head to second. Absolutely. He was safe at first, so then they simply throw it on to second and get him out. Oh, man. I would think like maybe five or six years ago that was my move. Did that all the time. I'm not going to blow out a knee or tear up my toes. Sticky mitts pop up to center field. Copper surrounds, collects with two hands. Uh, much like a man would do. You know, I love. You know what I love about Canton? Their confidence. Uh, Sticky Mitts hit that ball, and Teddy was walking straight to the bench to sit down because he had confidence that that was going to be the third out. Copper makes one error a game. The problem is, is he catches fifteen. <laughs> yeah, right. And that one seemed pretty cut and dry off the off the the ba- bottom of the third. Canton Walker. Three to zero in favor of the Canton Corn Shuggers. And the next time you're going to hear from us is in the f- the next game. Well, you'll hear from me. Rudy will be playing. Yeah, Who are you playing? Walker. What field? Right here. Oh, God. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of us. <laughs> three. Ca- Did I do three Columbus Capitals matches this weekend? Yeah. One yesterday, two today. It's not favoritism. That's just the way it works out. We, we don't we don't plan that in. We place. messed around and won our division. We did not mean to. 
We certainly didn't play like we were going to. And that's that's why you're faced today. We won our division. These are the three division winning teams. Okay. So the finals is not really a finals format, really. Well, no, if if Canton wins, Canton wins. The 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 Akron Cup. If Walker wins and then they lose to us, it comes down to runs allowed. Feeney with a double down the right field line to lead off the inning for the Canton Corn Shuckers. We still have an opportunity to mess this whole thing up for everybody. What you need is a Walker uh, comeback here in this game, which is very possible. It's not a big lead, and they are more than capable. And and they're rested and camp Canton. Just Let's talk about the depth on the belly button of Sticky Mitts at the pitcher stripe because you can tell right now that guy's got a deep inny. That's a deep inny. I mean, what's going on here? I believe they're calling it foul. They play tree as air. Tree as air. Feeney yeah. back up to the plate. Erase that double if you're keeping score at home. And why are you? Uh, Feeney back up to the plate. Erase the double. Get a life if you're keeping score at home. That's all I got to say. Oh, look at him. He's screwing around Where with people. Where does he think he's going to hit the ball? He's not. You're missing the point. But there's nobody on base, so what's he doing? Moving, trying to move fielders. But no one's moving. Well, I'm sorry. It didn't work. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could teach him how to do that. God. That's a good one. That's a good strategy. Over on field two, we have the Alliance Crossing Rolls against the Addison Mountain Stars. Boy, that would have been a fun game to be at. <laughs> no, I got to sit here and do Canton, Columbus, and Walker. Like, ugh, gag. I'm yeah. tired of you guys. I know, right? I mean, we need to get more. Uh, I traveled all the way to Ohio to call Canton against Walker. There's a fly ball to center field. It's going to be held by Bullet uh, with his trademark air bounce into the air and then catch it, whatever. That's something he does? That looks so, impressive. I mean, I've seen it all the time. Why? Because I'm always calling these stupid matches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I your frustration should be placed. I can't wait to go to Rocky Point so I can call I can call match. Canton Corn Shuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Meal ticket up for Canton. Ryan Jones gets a hold of it into right field. It's gonna hit the tree. It does not it does it not falls hit. between the trees <laughs> and bounces to the right fielder for the record. Excellent the excellent call. <laughs> Didn't hit a single branch. You know, but just count yourself lucky that you won't be at the world tournament because I guarantee Canton will be there. <laughs> Canton, Walker, and the Capitals will be in a group. <laughs> uh, yeah, no worlds this year for me. Uh, I'll be too busy at Fenway Park. That must be nice. I would assume. I'm going to, uh, on Sunday, August 12th or 13th, I don't remember the dates. That's yeah, the 13th. Uh, Copper, left field, base hit. With two outs. Uh, Sunday, August 13th, I'm at Fenway Park. I'm actually seated by the pesky pole in right field. Oh. And uh, spending the week in Boston and then ending the trip. Holy moly, as who comes up to the plate and the wind. The wind has picked up. The wind is doing something. Insane. Stop it. We've got cows. We've got, <laughs> we've got cows. 
What a great reverence. Who is up? Line drive into center field. Bullet's going to take it on a bounce. Record the out. As Canton does something that Walker wanted them to do. Put up a big fat zero. Three to nothing going into the top of the fourth. Uh, so it's the Boston Red Sox against the mighty Detroit Tigers on August 13th for me. Then on Monday, I'm actually taking a tour of Fenway Park. Oh, those are great. I did a tour of uh, old Yankee Stadium before they built the new one. Oh. It was so much fun. And, uh, and then we're doing many, many tours in Boston. And then we head to Salem, Massachusetts for a scary, witchy day and night of activities in Salem. And then we head to Rhode Island for the Rocky Point that we're there for the first day, not the second day. Oh, well, it's a festival, not a tournament. You want to make that a tournament? I'll stay for two days. No. That's not no, what went no, into that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but uh, we have to go back to work on Monday. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really what the decision was. And uh, But one full day at Rocky Point, I don't know how many matches we're going to get in for content. I wish you were coming with I me. I wish but I was there, too. Maybe later on when you don't uh, have as many responsibilities. We'll be able, I'll be dead by then. But uh, <laughs> as the professor steps up for Walker and follows it off. Uh, and there's a hit into right field. That's going to be a base hit, low line drive. There's going to be a throw to first to try to get him. And they're going to record the out as a professor could not get there in time. He hit it too hard. Yeah, that's you, you hit the ball really well, but then you got to move. Because if you're not moving, you're in trouble. Uh, if you're keeping score at home, stop it. <laughs> but that's 10 straight outs for Walker. And then that streak is over as the leadoff hitter Bones is going to get a base hit into left field to get Walker off the schneid. But that was 10 straight outs to start the game. Unheard of. Yep, when, with uh, hitters like this. Yeah, well, you know, it's the bound game. That's what it is. The bound game is, is the reason. Well, adjust. Well. I don't know what to tell you. Adjust. There's a base. See? Base hit over the shortstop. That's another base hit. Like, All I'm you have to do is to adjust. I'm always intrigued about, like, teams not from Ohio, like 67 teams. Like, how many bound games do they play a season? Because, like, the Capitals, most of our season is populated with bound They do games. a lot more now. Oh yeah, because I, uh, yeah, they they would actually when I got into vintage baseball, they would just bad talk bad talk sixty four baseball and they wouldn't schedule any. Yeah, and that's not the case anymore. So, nope, sixty four baseball is happening more in Michigan than it ever has probably right now. Yeah. There's a certain skill level. Foul ball. Teddy's going to make his trademark. Say what you want. Teddy plays a pretty good catcher. He does. I, so, I will say what I want, man. <laughs> yeah. Rampage I, I makes agree. a second out. Here comes the Hawk. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed a batter. Oh, we got somebody at first. <laughs> Whoever's at That was Iron Ore that fouled out. For the second out, Rampage is on first base. There's a base hit oh. by the Hawk into right field, and everybody's running. 
Copper was playing deep, so this isn't going to do a lot of damage, but Bones is going to score when we have a pickle situation. And we need somebody at third base to take a throw. There's nobody there. Rampage is able to get back to third base because of nobody covering. Bones is in for the run. Hawk is going to find his way at second base on a well-hit ball. And here comes Bone Marrow. Yep, here comes Pepper Shaker. Rump Shaker. <laughs> oh, Tidwell to left center field. It's going to be caught on the bound. Copper calmly moves over to catch it. That's going to bring in one with the potential, so much potential for so much more. A fly just bit my leg. That's bullshit. All right, I'm going to go get you some food. The, the flies, do they bite here in Ohio? Yeah, man. They don't bite Michigan. I take everything back I said about Ohio. I always put Ohio above Michigan, but your flies bite. Not cool. Three to one going into the bottom of the fourth inning. Canton in the lead. You're seeing fine defensive play. You're seeing mistakes not being made. In an 1864 game and highly skilled teams, this is what you're going to get. Three to one. Coco leads off for the Shuckers. Rudy said he was going to leave and get me food, which was. Really, he was going to get him food, and he's just going to bring me some. Coco, base hit into left center field. It's going to be a single. Uh, he's not going to try for a second. It's going to bring up sure thing. Perfect weather. Uh, I tell you what, all week leading up to this, all the weather did was tell me how it was going to rain all day Sunday. Not a drop. Sure thing down the left field line is going to bounce. Hawker, Hawkreed is going to get it off the bounce. Coco's at second. Muffin Man is up. Coco on second base. One out recorded. We have the uh, outfielders playing in. Ding, ting. There's another pitch right there. Every time I look over to field number two, Adam Johnson's rounding first base. I don't understand it. There's a grounder to third. Third baseman's up. Throw over to first on time. Uh, and then there's a throw into the other field. And Coco's going to score on that. The second or out was recorded at first, I believe. So Muffin Man is out. That's going to bring up Teddy. Base is clear. One run in for Canton. Can't can't do that. Oh. Yeah, you, you really, like, once again, great job making that first out, but you got to make that throw. You leave the door open for Canton to score, and they're going to go through it. Throwing a base that Coco's ha Coco has anything to do with, I'm probably not going to make that throw. Yeah, right. However, nobody knows the Canton Corn Shuckers better than the Walker Tavern Wheels, so maybe, uh, maybe you do make that throw if you know so much. Right. Three pitches now. Oh, 
pound to the ground at third base. Throw over to first is going to be in time as Twilliger makes the play. One run in for Canton. That could have been worse. Four to one as Walker comes up in the top of the fifth in a game destined for a full seven innings. Don't forget, if you're listening to this, Roller on the Barrel Show is actually known for its interviews of vintage baseball players. Go back in the archives. Listen to some play-by-play. Listen to some interviews. Coming up tomorrow night, 200th episode. Wow. It's going to be big. Is it? Absolutely. Any hints? Um, it's definitely people you've spoken to before. <laughs> Oh, well, then I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Fly ball in the left field directly to Feeney and left. He's going to catch it with his hands, much like a man would do. Good is the first time in the innings. Prior to catching it. We were talking about that in the first match. There's a, there's a hand-licking situation that I wasn't too aware of. Bullet to center field. Copper's going to come in and get it on a bounce, and... Ace cut in front of him and just let it go. Second out recorded of the inning as Crazy Legs comes up with two outs. I mean, Coco is practically playing a shallow right field right now. It's a smart strategy, too. It's smart strategy until he gets burned by it. But there's certain hitters that are not trying to displace a little dinky single. Jim Twilliger is one of them. <laughs> now, me, I would attempt a slow roller past the pitcher to take advantage of this situation. Teddy with an opportunity on the foul tip. Negative. Negative on that foul tip. He was in position for it. It was just hit. It was a quick foul take. It got back at him very fast. So interesting situation here is my color analyst is hoping for hits and runs in these situations. <laughs> <laughs> Needs Walker to come back in this match. Yeah. I need Walker to score at least seven runs. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's very possible. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Crazy legs pop up to the catcher. Teddy's got it. Don't you dare. Oh, my gosh. Don't you oh dare. Oh, my gosh. All right. Third out of the inning. <laughs> one, two, three. Yo, Walker. Keeping the score four to one as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. For those who at home who didn't, weren't able to see that, there was a foul tick that Teddy had to lay out to get and almost knocked over our camera behind home plate. Yo, son of a gun. Yeah. Joe Twilliger of the Canton Corn Shuckers, 2023's gingerly gentleman champion by a step and a half. Uh, two-time champion. He's fast. He is fast. That was quite the race. I enjoyed that. And now he's got a giant belt to wear around to prove it. 
High fly ball to left field. It's going to be caught on a bounce by Mr. Hawkreed in left field. Keeping Joe Twilliger off the bases. Smart. Marbles up with one out. Uh, we got a deep and shaded over second baseman in this one. Well shaded. Plenty of room up the middle on this. Yeah, I, I mean, you got to assume that's where Feeney wants to hit the ball. Some pitches are happening there. Mm-hmm. There comes a... There's there. a pound into the ground. That's that going to be a fair foul, unintentional beautiful, style. Beautiful. Uh, going to go for two. Here comes the throw. He's going to be. S He's going to be safe with a, a necessary slide in. That was great. Uh, our arbiter Bandit Wyckoff was admiring that fair. It was a beautiful fair foul. Was it intentional? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Did you see his swing? Nope. Yeah. I was taking a drink. <laughs> uh, meal ticket up for Canton. Feeney on second after the intentional fair foul. And he got a double of it, and he gets a nice lead. Uh, I don't know. What, the, what are the rules on the lead? Line drive in the right Two field. Steps. And that's a base hit. Feeney's going to try to score. Who are we kidding here? And they got the ball in. He would have scored. He would have scored, Yeah. And he goes back to third. Meal ticket heads down to second. Marbles losing that losing that young enthusiasm. Yep, it comes for him. Two it's, years ago, he'd have went and scored. He would have he would have scored and been on the bench, drinking water before the ball got in from a gallon jug. Yep, pretentious ass. Copper hits it in the center field. Center fielder's going to take it on a hop after he tries to deke the runners. It didn't work uh, because the ball was hit too low, frankly. And Marbles yeah, I don't think is <laughs> going to score. You do what you can do, though. Hey, every, every, you do what you can do. Everyone on the field knew. <laughs> Two outs. Who's up? Second. Oh. Where did I lose a runner? Uh, yeah. Oh, Marble scored. Meal yeah. ticket went to third. Yeah. So it's uh, two outs, run around third for who? Just a little slappy. Just a little slap, slap, slappy. You got center field playing at a normal depth. And this is going to left field, and Hawk is going to catch it on a bounce right to him. Uh, who has uh, made the third out for the third time in this game? No offense. Five to one in favor of Canton. Rudy Frias needs Walker to put some runs on the board. Yeah. <laughs> As we go to the top of the sixth, running out of outs. I really, I mean, yeah, they could help us out. Nobody wants to see Canton win again. Nobody. Not, not a single person. Not even half their team. No, Canton probably doesn't want to win. They're millennials like that. <sighs> Sticky Mitts to lead off for Walker. Sticky Mitts, Professor, then we'll go back to the top with Bones. There's a base, a ball hit on the ground to who at third. There's going to be throw to first, and that's going to record the first out. I like how you buffered there for a second. There's a base hit. Nope. Professor up after one out. Is Professor really a professor? Often, no. Or is it just because he wears glasses? 
Yes. Yeah. We need to talk about who's got the deeper belly button because that's definitely. I'd bring myself into this, but I don't have the deepest of belly buttons, and I'm not sure they do. Ooh. It's an appearance thing. Uh, base hit in the left field off the Feeny knee. I love that Feeney attacks the ball. He doesn't allow the ball to come to him. He's going to go to it. The depth of a belly button makes a man. <laughs> sure. There you go. Sounds like a true small belly buttoner. <laughs> we don't associate with you people. Here's Bones leading off back to the top of the order for Walker. Runner on first one out. Down the left field line, it's going to be fall. Yep, totally foul, and Bandit Wycuff made an amazing call on that immediately. Knew it was foul, yelled foul. There was no mistake. Best best call of the game for Mike Wycuff right there. Right there. It was pretty cut and dry, though. I mean. Did he do anything special? Ooh. Da, base hit into left field, but no, not in 1864. Caught on the bound. Professor's going to get into second, though. Two outs. That brings up Rampage. Runner on second. Walker down to their last four outs. Is it already the seventh inning? No, no, four outs. Oh. Four outs. There's three outs in an inning, inning of we baseball. In? We're in the sixth. Oh, my gosh. This game is flying by. Nobody's scoring. <laughs> Hey, I don't mind it. I, we definitely uh, put you do mind it. Put them behind schedule a little bit with our last match. Uh, Rampage has kind of got a split grip going on here at the plate. Four, four pitches. Yeah, yeah. It's, hey, if it works for him, but does it? I don't know, but it looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a hit in the left center field. Is it going to get down before the bounce? It is going to get down. That's going to bring Professor Decide to come home. That might be a bad decision, but oh. Trevor mishandles the throw in. It was a little bit offline, but he had time if he caught it. He did not. The Professor scores. I think, I think Teddy was thinking tag before he caught the ball. And so that's going to make the score 5-2. to two. Uh. Two outs. Rampage on second. That brings up Iron Ore. I've seen a couple pitches now. But like you said, this weekend full of not a lot of pitches being taken. There's a fly ball in the right field. Joe Twilliger surrounds, catches it in the air with his hands, no. but no, he mishandles. He drops the throw into second to get Iron Ore. They got him. They got him at second, but I do believe the, ran, the run scored. Yeah, the run did score. Probably uh, shouldn't have went for second. I should have been happy with what happened, but two runs in for Walker, making yeah. it five to three, making it a ball game again, making it possible for all of Rudy Frias's dreams to come true in the seventh inning with a five-run inning and a comeback win. Uh, they got two that inning, yeah. 
I'm sorry, the uh, Bandit White Cuff was confirming because we are the official scorekeeper. No, we're not. Well, we're official. There's absolutely nothing official about our scorebook. Here's the problem. I don't need that kind of pressure. We have a table. We have a sign. We have microphones. People think we're official. No, they can think it. Sure. Yeah, but they're going to come up to us. For I them. don't care. We're not. <laughs> There's a deer running in through the outfield. Oh, look at that beautiful deer. Do Baby we got deer. that on camera? Yeah, we got that on camera. Jesus Christ. What the hell did I just see? <laughs> You don't have deers in Michigan? Yeah, but they get shot. <laughs> that deer never makes it to right field in Michigan. It was amazing. <laughs> That's what we call mass shootings in Michigan is when there's a herd of deer running through the home field. <laughs> oh, silly. I am silly. You silly goose. Bringing up Coco here, who's, I'm going to say his is wearing the suggestion of pants at this point. Like, his fly is down, or it, maybe the pants are what torn. What the hell? Like, look, it's just... This fly ball in the center field. Bullet's going to wait for uh, the, the the ball to hit his hands in the air. That's what he's waiting for. That's going to be the first out of the inning. He caught it with his hands, much like a man would do. You know, <laughs> that's what we do here. It's manly vintage baseball, 1864 style. You can catch it on a bounce recording out, but if you catch it with your hands in the air, you're a man. Here comes sure thing, Jeff Green. Fly ball to center field, right to bullet again, who's feeling good, feeling proud, feeling strong, catching it in the air. Two outs. Well, I will tell you, this is what Walker needed. They needed to get the one, two, three on Canton in this inning and go back in and score more runs. Uh, they could not give up any more runs. Muffin Man is up. You got the bottom of the lineup. You got Muffin and Teddy. You got to get one of these two guys and then uh, go to work as you're only two runs down. Teddy hits it to third base. Here comes the throw. Oh, he caught it on a bounce. Line drive down to third base line, caught it on a bounce, and that's a third out. One, two, three is what Walker needed, and that's five to three going into their last three outs. Rudy, what do you need here? You need four runs. I need Walker to score four runs. And win. Yeah. They can't just go to the bottom of the seventh and give up the win. No, yeah. They just had a, a little power there where uh, Crazy Legs told him to get it together. Stop trying to take extra bases. Get on base. Stay on base. Let's score some runs. You are not going to be able to hit a four-run single. Was that the message? Yeah, pretty much. Hawk is up to lead off for Walker. You have Copper over in right center field. You got Coco playing right field as the second baseman. Right here is where you just place a little dribbler there to get on base. I yeah. know that Hawk is a power hitter, but there's nobody on base. Just get on base. Yeah. And he's trying to crush. Oh. It's a foul ball out of the reach of the catcher. He's still alive. But you have that. You got to yeah. get on base, man. Ah, Mr. Twilliger is having a talk with him right now. Yeah, I think he's telling him that's the sign of a manager right there. Let's, let's get on base. You can't hit a four-run homer. There's nobody on base. 
A lot of people think Muffin Man is strategic in his pitching, but not at all. No, he's just bad. So it's, <laughs> he is bad. It's not on purpose. <laughs> he's not trying to jam you. He's just not very good at it. Uh, oh, as a high pitch on the outside part, and he went after it and pops out to the third baseman. One out, bone shaker up, Mr. Tidwell. That's going to bring the last two, two outs away for Canton winning the Akron Cup. Mr. Tidwell very deep in the batter's area. That's what happens when you go three pitches into the into the at bat. <laughs> and then we start keeping track yeah, players right. forward. There, uh, There's a there's line drive into right field. Is it going to stay down for the bounce? It is not. Williger is going to get it. There's a well-hit ball. 64 baseball got him. Wow. Down to the last down, it's Buddha. Canton, one out away from being declared 2023 Akron Cup champions. I'm going to take some pitches here. It's a yeah. Big bat. Oh, it's, it's coming at me. Pop up to the tent. Oh, six, six that almost the hit me. I was, not, in, not I was really. in danger. Nope. At no nope. point. For the listeners at home, it was never. It narrowly missed my head. And didn't even come into the tent. Agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. The thing is, <laughs> here comes another pitch. Long fly ball in the left field, but Feeney's going to get this on a bounce and claim the championship. Looks like we're going to be playing for second place. I've been playing for second place my entire life. Yeah. Here we go with the Canton Corn Shuckers winning the Akron Cup 2023 style. They can sit around, watch, make fun of everybody else as the championship has been decided, and yet there's another match that I have to sit here and call. You don't have to call it. As the Canton Corn Shuckers dispose of the Walker Tavern Wheels in 54 minutes in a 5-3 to three ball game. Action personified in other matches. This one, kind of a snore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Rudy's getting ready to go play in a match uh, for second place. Mike didn't say anything about us. Like I feel slighted. 
mean, that just speaks to the state of the youth today. They don't recognize. What about us? Yeah, nothing. Not a not an acknowledgement. Oh. As uh, Akron does uh, come over and confirm what we already knew, Canton Corn Shuckers 2023 Akron Cup champions as uh, Rudy Frias leaves to go take part in a match. And we will say goodbye to you. Congratulations to the Corn Shuckers. But we still have another match to call. Uh, make sure you join in and listen to us call the Columbus Capitals against the Walker Tavern Wheels in the next match. Other than that, go back in time for the entire weekend. I would suggest if you want to listen to a match that is close and has an outstanding finish, go back to our first, our very first Columbus Akron call of Saturday. Uh, that's going to do it for the Roller on the Barrel Show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your downloads. Go back, listen to us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel where. Stuff happens once in a while. That's right. <laughs> and uh, just remember, when videos aren't coming out on YouTube on the regular, we're a podcast. We're an audio medium. That's extra. You get your money's worth out of this, and I just want you to know that. Yeah, amen. <laughs> and uh, farewell to thee, Rudy. You want to say something? You know what? For the barrel you know what, Rudy? I changed my mind. <laughs>